Hi, we're probably live. Maybe three, Robot two, one. Robot and the bear. Robot and the bear. <laughs> what the mint? <laughs> you know, so with all this, like, I, I, I keep creating excuses for myself with, like, you know, you know, it being on Zoom and just me, like, not, you know, like, I just can't get as goofy, you know, as as. as I think as it's these. the same to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything has changed, but that's kind of like what I feel. I feel like we've earned that with all of the, how many podcasts do we do like together that are uh, in person? So many. I feel like we've earned the right to even do this and still be okay. <laughs> yeah, but it it's, makes a difference. it's not about, it's not, Eric, it's not about, you know, being okay. It's about, you know, as a podcast, it's about how I feel inside <laughs> oh but for me i feel just as connected this way believe it or not wow i do wow. I, I, i'm like i don't know Eric, I feel that like... is why you will always be the robot okay because i feel just as connected this way i don't feel like we need you know I, the bear needs in person hug it out time i got it i do i do I got like it. rawr you know so, how, what about you, Maggie? Like, how do you feel about like when you're streaming and uh, versus in-person meetings and whatnot? Mm. I think in-person's easier. Yeah. Two to one, yeah. Eric. Two wow. one. You mean in-person, like if you have a meeting with uh, an art director, you try to meet in person versus this, like doing a Zoom thing? Some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think because just with streaming, it's tough because you're just talking to a monitor and like to text, right? Because people are chatting. Yeah. So it feels weird to not hear their voice uh, and so... only hear your voice. <laughs> but you have the control. That's you know true. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like you can silence people. Oh. Here, uh, here you have the full control. But anyways, welcome to the stream. This is Robot and the Bear, number 69. With 69! Maggie I was going to ask, did we hit that number? <laughs> we, did, we did just now. It's a big 69. Yeah, it's all very coincidental. So, but congratulations, Maggie. You got, you know, one of those weird numbers that we as modern human beings find. Very, very uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> and get very excited by yeah. mm -hmm. and, and it's so dumb but yeah it's so, so dumb <laughs> robot and the bear 69 featuring magic maggie chung who has a show right now mm -hmm. at giant robot you know and also has a funny like you know instagram name you know <laughs> Mick, Mick, Mick we got the robot we got the bear and then we got a mint <laughs> <laughs> Robot and the bear and, and a mint. mint. <laughs> yeah. So we got we got a lot of we got a lot to cover today, you know. But um, oh man, <laughs> you no. Know, so we, you you came out uh, a couple weeks ago uh, for the opening of the show. How was it for you? Um, it was like one of the first, like, kind of closest to an actual opening that I've been to, like in over a year. You know. Why is that? I th I feel like we've done a bunch of other ones actually. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe the last well, one too, and the one before that, and the one before that. Maybe, yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. you're right. No, I, I was yeah. maybe I was thinking of something else, but like, oh, no, okay. it, it, it felt like, 
you know, like, you know, there was like, I, when I showed up, there was a line going out the door and I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'll just wait outside for a while. I can play my game, you know, until, you know, until the line goes away. But like, there was, there was a nice turnout. Yeah, know? I was surprised. I really didn't know what to expect because we're in a pandemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wait, but, but this is giant robot. You know, it's a pandemic, but it's giant robot. It's we giant all, robot, but well, it's yeah, me. I just, it's giant robot. robot. Yeah, and you, it's giant robot. Of, no, but of it's like, who cool, am of I? It's, of course, it'll, it'll be all right. We'll be all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. anyway. At least well, I hope so. So uh, I kind of, yeah, I wasn't worried, but you were more worried. But I was yeah. very worried. Now, there's a beautiful art show, GR2. It's called Four, no, what's it called? Uh, fan, Fantastic Fruits? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was like, forbidden fruit? No, it's fantastic fruits. Yeah. And uh, it's an art show that actually there is fruit in each one of the pieces, which, believe it or not, the whole time I was kind of like, why is it called this? Why is it called this? I realized, oh, yeah, there is fruit in here. Yeah. <laughs> the most obvious thing I missed. I was just like, oh, anyway. Yeah, I did. I just wanted, like, a fun name. I feel like the previous show was such a serious name. What was the name of your previous show? Like, Wistful Dreams. Porcelain Memories? Yeah. Wistful Dreams, comma, Porcelain Memories. So this time, like, I, let's just make something more fun, more lighthearted, fantastic fruits. And I wanted to do alliteration, so all the titles were alliterations. So, like, what do you mean? Uh, like, the first letter of the word is the same, right? So, fantastic fruit, FF. Uh, or there's, like, yeah. apple piece yeah. with, like, adoring apple. That's in the names of the pieces, or some of them have those alliterations and kind of nice. Mm -hmm. That's so English 101 alliteration. Yeah, you I, 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 totally like went over my head. Like, I, I no, was fine. not good at like English. Oh, me either. But I just remember alliteration. Like, oh, that's the easy one to remember. <laughs> and that's all I knew. So, what are you drinking first off? So, Mick, so just so you guys know at home, McMinty also, that's Maggie. Also has a second Instagram that's McMilk Teas, T E A S. So you are also a, a maker of fine beverages that have tea in it. But what are you drinking now? So this one actually has no tea, but I marinated some lemons and honey, and just sparkling water. Uh, Very simple. It's a little late. Refreshing. I don't want to drink caffeine this late, you know. <laughs> yeah, but she makes some of these beautiful drinks and they're mixed up and there's in slow motion so you could see the matcha just, you know, it's like swirling into a colorful uh, syrup, I guess you would say. Anyways, very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's, let's start with the, the art and then let's get into into the mixology. Would you, would you call that mixology? Like, because mixology obviously implies like alcohol in my eyes, but. Right. I just call it like home cafe, but I don't know. I know what you say. I don't know the word for it. <laughs> but home cafe. Home cafe. So, has anything? How 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 has your um, fantastic fruits kind of like, you know, would you say the work has you know like philosophically or theoretically changed, especially in these, like since it was created probably during the entire pandemic compared to say um the you know the porcelain dreams show at all i think so i feel like you know as the artist in the beginning like you don't really know what you're doing you're just making work 
Or I don't know. I feel like you really know what you're doing, and I'm still no, figuring it out. No, no? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> totally fucking winging most of it. Like, okay. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Where it just feels like you're winging it. It's like you have an interest in something, and you kind of just draw it because you're like, I like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess, but I feel like this show is like starting to be a little. It gets uh, what's the word? It feels focused. more personal. Yeah, more focused, and it's starting to become more personal. Mm. How personal in what way? I think I'm starting to realize like why I like certain things or why I'm drawn towards certain things. Mm. Like I draw, always draw a tiger, and I told Eric, I think it's because like I have two tigers in my family. So not literally, but like my pa- my dad and my grandma are both tigers. Mm. Like um. Which we call it astrologically, like mm-hmm. is that like a Chinese zodiac? Mm, I see. And also, there was a piece that has a a, a peacock, and you told us you, you mentioned why because there's one. I think the last two shows you've had a peacock in the show, which is kind of like I, I wouldn't think an that's not the go to animal for an artist, right? No artist goes, I'm gonna paint a peacock. I got like, a peacock. Not... Peacock. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make my life difficult. Yeah, I know, peacock. right? those damn feathers no but it's just where i'm from there's like not there's technically wild peacocks that roam those are horrible sounding animals do you know that yeah oh yeah they're terrible like i I remember the the the, the only time the one time i noticed how terrible peacocks sound was at the huntington park um and like there's peacocks all over the place and they and like when they squawk it's like you, you see these beautiful birds and you're expecting like something equally is like harmonic and beautiful coming out from their elegant necks. And it's just, it is ugly. It, 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 <laughs> Not it. cute. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. But um, so, you know, uh, something that you said earlier uh, kind of um, piqued my interest in that was that you felt like, you know, with this show, you wanted to do something a little bit more, um, playful and lighthearted in, um, in, uh, in this, the title of the show and even the titling that, that extended into the titling of the paintings. But like, you know, like this was all created during, you know, the pandemic. Was this, did you feel that like some of the artwork you created for the show was maybe even potentially escapist from the cold, harsh and ugly reality that we were living in? <laughs> or, you know, uh, yeah, this is exactly it. It's no. like we've been dealing with this pandemic, and I was thinking, okay, we've had enough serious things. You know, we've dealt with enough serious things for a year straight. Why not do something very more fun, like mm. the opposite of what we've all been dealing with? Mm. You know, there was one painting. It is probably my favorite painting from your show. Um, it was the middle piece. Um, and on the back wall, um, where it seemed like you had like spent all this time like rendering out because your work for those who you know, aren't you know, have, aren't familiar is very illustrative and it has a lot of like you know like um, how how to describe it? It's graphic in the sense that it's got a lot of like you know you do a lot of plants and very delicate line work and stuff. 
you know, um, and you could see that like that's how that painting was starting started. But like by the end, suddenly you just kind of went in with like the red and just went, you know, and just painted over half of it. And then, you know, and it's raw and it's like gritty and it's got all this like, you know, like you can feel the brush in it. And then you like drop a black, like you know, an eclipsed kind of like, you know, shape right over it, you know, to kind of contrast the chaos and the, and the chaos of all that. Like, was, please tell me, A, that was the last painting that you worked on for this show. <laughs> and B, it was like this, uh, and I'm kind of curious, like how that kind of happened. Like, like you know, when, it's obvious that you started in one direction and ended in another. Right, so it started off like the other paintings where I had painted all these fruits and it looked like the other paintings. There's just, except, except there's like, I wanted to make it like a grafted tree because I just learned about those. So it would just be like a bunch of fruits in this one painting. But over time, I was just getting really frustrated. And it, it's funny that you say that because it is the last painting that I worked on. It's the last one that I was like waiting for it to dry so I can immediately drive it to the framers and then get it ready for pickup right before the show. Yeah, I told Eric, I think, let me think. I just wanted to create a piece that was intuitive. I was tired of like everything being, feeling so planned out, so like precise. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a piece I feel like I could explore more. Mm. Like paint to just paint and not feel like I'm painting I think I felt like it was perhaps the most narratively dark painting of the show, which is probably the reason why I gravitated toward it. Mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, there there was, you know, it, it was you know like it had a lot of Maggie Chung ish kind of you know, elements, but then it, you know, kind of suddenly just veer, just goes, just shoots left, you know, like at the very end and. Um, it, 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 in my eyes, it was probably, you know, your, you know, most emotive piece to me, you know, and, um, but anyways, um, I like that one too. Why? Okay. Why would you, um, say you hope it's the last one, Luke? Because like, I feel like. It, it, for me, like seeing it, when I see it, I, I, I like you see everything that was created around it, and it all kind of like I feel it feels like to me it all culminates to suddenly this moment, where like you know you kind of like, just, you know, let go of your own like your strict aesthetic, and you know this kind of like you know this just like you know have a constructive deconstructive moment you know with your work and you know like it would be kind of weird in my eyes to like like and it's also the biggest painting of the the show from what i remember and you know it's it's among the big ones it's the same size i think all the big ones are the same size right. okay. it, but, it just looks it looks bigger because the way it's placed i think Right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But like, and then like, you know, to kind of like, after that, like intense moment, 
where you are you 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 take a brush over on to, over hours and hours of of work you know and have this moment and then just kind of retreat back to like you know the 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 normal like it, it it's just it's it it would it would be so much more you know exciting if that's how like it accumulates you know a, 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 a crests to that moment you know rather than like you know like oh, and i had this moment and now i'm back to like you know doing my my you know more classic you know very tight very composed very you know um like strict uh painting style i think that's so, the reason why i i wanted for, for, to be... yeah i hear you meant for me it's because i know what are the next works going to be if you ended on this what are the next ones going to be is kind of how i see it Right. If that was your first one, I'd be like, okay, so you ended with these, so there's going to be more of these probably. But since you ended with that one with this wash over it, this red paint, I'm so curious. What's next? That's your last one. What are the next ones going to be? So uh, here's a book idea someday, Luke, for somebody. Um, artist's last piece of shows, the last piece, and it's just a collection of everyone's last piece that they made right and then you'd have to have a text like as to what that led to or what what became of that like why did it end why did it become that last piece pretty good idea i think i think it depends on how you Thank work you. One, right? one million dollars check yeah. to eric nakamura luke Chu, you can have that too and maggie all, thank you, thank write a you. check to all write a check to all three we'll split it three ways it will be called like the last piece will be the name of the show or name of the It'll be the name of the book. It'll have a touring museum show around the world. And uh, we'll sell a million books and uh, we'll split the money. Okay, thanks. Okay, anyway. <laughs> we'll call it yeah, uh, Finn, F-I-N. You know, yeah, yeah. There you go, see? Anyway, I, okay, sorry. I, I, I am no. surprised that that is your final piece simply because it is like one of the large paintings. And like, I think every, like, I, I'm not sure about, you know, your process, Maggie, but like, I. Like, but I imagine, I always imagine that like a lot of artists um, would like, you know, when kind of creating works for something like a solo show would like start off with the most ambitious paintings, like the would um or the biggest paintings. And then, you know, kind of like, you know, work on those and then kind of end it with what would be the smaller pieces, the ones that can be like executed the you know the quickest because you're mm -hmm. on deadline mm -hmm. you know but that that's not that's not how it worked out for you no <laughs> this piece was the most frustrating for sure <laughs> yeah like it was literally down to the last minute to finish that piece and wait for it to dry mm -hmm. i literally had it finished like the morning like few like hours before i was going to drive to the framers <laughs> wow wow <laughs> I awesome. made it and it dried. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so there's always a, I mean, I think we've asked this a, a bunch of times and everyone's going to ask it uh, if, if they don't know your work, but what's the, there's a character, one person in every one of the pieces. Um, who is that? What are they doing? Right. I always felt like it's me mm -hmm. placing myself in these environments or these pieces. But then I also like the idea that it's another person, the person viewing the piece, and they are putting themselves in that position. I don't actually know. I don't know. Well, what are they doing? They're kind of like sometimes looking, sometimes sitting. Um, 
sometimes they're interacting with it too, right? Like the one with butterflies is on, on a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then sometimes they're just like dreaming or something. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure if they're always doing the same things or are they always very different? Yeah, definitely. I, they're definitely pondering or daydreaming. Mm. I would say I'm a daydreamer. I zone out. <laughs> how, how long did it take for you to put the show together? Definitely since Eric reached out to me to do the show, so about a year. Mm. But during like the pandemic, like in the middle, I just kind of stopped working on it because I just, I don't know, you know how it is as an artist, it's just, you don't always have it, right? You don't always have it in you to be creating. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like down to like two months before the show, I was like, okay, I have to finish everything <laughs> this time. <laughs> I think that well, uh, the pandemic definitely kind of brought this air of uncertainty uh, mm-hmm. about everything um, to like the world, probably. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, uh, are, are galleries even going to be, you know, showing? You know, I, I, Eric, as a gallerist, you know, you had, I'm sure you had plenty of moments across 2020 where you're, it's just kind of like, like artists are kind of dropping out, you know, because, you know, not really, really a little bit here and there, but not really. Oh. I, for the most part, had almost every show happen as planned. Maybe those one or two shows that dropped out that I replaced it with something else, mm-hmm. a group show. But for the mm-hmm. most part, it was pretty close. Like I would say, you know, like there's been what, maybe 15 shows from then and, um, or more. Mm-hmm. And I think, 12 or the 15 were probably right on schedule and you know like the posted show changed form we couldn't do that but if and then you know one or two dropped out because they really wanted to come you know, just stuff like that right but for the most part it was pretty close mm-hmm. believe it or not it's hard to i mean maybe it's just the i'm in the right space for that like mm-hmm. the right size if it were a bigger space maybe not you know there's like mm-hmm. like imagine if somebody's making oil paintings which are even slower to make and uh maybe they're all only giant ones and you know it's meant to go in this giant space and then this person maybe gets sick or knows somebody who gets sick or whatever it is you know and they just definitely can't execute like what they were going to because of the time it's possible right you know but for mine seems like people (laughs) were able to pull it off so (laughs) it's smaller space maybe that's why sure including you luke so right technically including you yeah. Last August, right? Last last August, you you pulled it off. I did. I did. Yeah, a, a great show. So you know, a great drawing show. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so there's one comment um by John. Oh wow, do I want to try that last name? Sudar Kasa. The character in every painting is very interesting avatar for the audience. Your eye is immediately drawn to them, and you tend to explore the painting from their perspective. Pretty good. And then there's a lot of um, uh. Oh yeah, actually, you're reading this, Maggie. I just yeah. realized it looks like there's some um, mint 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 gangs or mint gang people here. Some know, of Maggie's hello. people. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's very cool. Um, so can you talk about like I guess, I mean, how, how did the you're an illustration person who's like I think, I would say it seems to me anyway that you've had nonstop work since you graduated art center. And it's already been a few years and then the COVID year comes. How did you like, how was your uh, 
illustration work go during this whole time? Like, did you still get work or did that slow down or how did that change? So I wouldn't say it's nonstop work. There's definitely months or maybe weeks that go by where no work comes in. And I get a little nervous, but it's okay. I, I know it's like the lifestyle of freelancer. But then when COVID hit, there's definitely, it was just like all stopped for like, oh, wow. for like a few yeah. months. And I was very nervous. <laughs> mm. But it like picked up, I think companies started to realize like, oh, okay, like this is how we're going to adapt to this situation and then it felt like it just went back to normal almost work-wise because I already work from home and I always have worked with clients through like emailing so it felt like I felt like it just took a few months for people to adjust at least from for my work what kind of um, illustration work are you um, usually doing I do editorial so for like magazines or newspapers mm -hmm. uh, sometimes publications so like books stuff mm. And then I just like do some random things. Like I've done like t-shirts for companies. I recently did like a tote bag. We were going to do a t-shirt, but they were like, oh, we did t-shirt last year. Let's do like a tote bag this year. Uh, what else? Oh, I've done a mural once, but not physically paint one. It was like, we just, I made the art and then we worked with uh, install like printers and like someone to install the mural. Hmm. Where was yeah. that at? So the mural is in Las Vegas. Uh, oh, the restaurant. Mm -hmm, the major Chang -chang. one. Mm -hmm. Wow, David Chang restaurant. Yeah. Wow. I still need, I still need to go. <laughs> you haven't one seen day. it yet. Yeah, because it, it opened right before the pandemic. Oh wow. Like literally, like um, two three months before the pandemic. Nice. And I, yeah, I know you also did some of the stuff you made. Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess it's not considered work, but it was an uh, illustration t-shirts you mentioned shirts mm -hmm. you did a couple that were like charitable ones mm -hmm. uh, can you talk about that or and like why you decided which charity to do it to or which group orgs and stuff like that i know you did two at least maybe more yeah so i did three total two of them were for black lives matter and this most recent one was for aapi uh so the first two uh right because there's just so much happening in the news and i felt like i really wanted to help out in some way but like as an artist, I was like, I don't know what I could do. And I was like, oh wait, like I can make t-shirts. And I found this, like people were using this website called Bonfire and that you can just upload your shirts. They'll print it for you, do it. Basically they'll do everything for you. And then all the profits will go straight to the organization. So I was like, oh, this is like perfect. Is that thing, can you pick like where you want it to go? Mm -hmm. So you choose your foundations or wow. the charity, sorry, charities. Yeah. So I like, I would research, I would look at other people, like what foundations or organizations that they found and just go from there. So can anyone do that? Or is that like something that you work out with them first? Or can you just go and pick like March of Dimes and then you upload a graphic like tonight and just, does it just happen? Or is it like something that they schedule with you and make sure, you know, they vet your design and stuff like that? Because what if your design is like, you know, offensive to somebody and then, uh, I wasn't sure like how that works. That's a good question, but no, it just you can start right right away. I don't wow. think there's any approval process. Wow. <clears throat> but yeah, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I didn't think of that. <laughs> what if someone no, no, I'll just one, I'll just saying is for for artists out there, it's just like how do you get you know like if you wanted to do that, and this is like the most like, inexpensive way because you're actually not physically doing the work, mm -hmm. like they're fulfilling orders too. So, yeah. Bonfire. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was a one-on-one. -on -one 
mm -hmm. thing. But it looks so artist out there. If you want to do something charitable, you could check out Bonfire and, uh, you know, donate a design, I guess, to wherever you want. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Because then you, then you kind of can just walk away from it right then, right? You can be like, I did my part. You know, like run the deals <laughs> with it, right? Sell a million. Go ahead, right? Right. Yeah. That's cool. It's a cool platform. Yeah. I was really okay. glad I found it. A question came in. I wanted to go back to it. Sorry about that, Luke mm -hmm. and Maggie. Uh, sorry for interrupting. But John asks again, um, I'm curious whether the person in the paintings is painted first and then the world around them or whether they're placed into the space post the world building. Well, it's definitely the latter. I paint the piece first and then the figures worked out afterwards. <laughs> mm, interesting. Like I'll have few places in mind while I'm painting and then as the painting starts to unfold or I'll like realize like okay this will be a really good focal point. So okay now that the, this, this kind of begs the question do you work um, like do you go directly paint onto uh, medium or, or onto the, the 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 onto canvas or do you sketch all these ideas out first? Um. Oh, so some of them are just straight to paint, like canvas. So mm -hmm. I'll just sketch it out on the paper and just start painting on it. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, sorry. And then others, I'll have like a maybe like a you know a little thumbnail, chicken scratch, idea <clears throat> to get the composition right, and then draw it onto the paper or canvas. Mm. Well, so not well, a perfect process. <laughs> no, I mean you know art rarely has one, right? right. Um, you know, so uh, what you know, going back a little bit, you know, we were talking about like um, internet platforms and stuff. One of the things that I didn't know about you, but we had discussed for a little bit before we started the stream, was the fact that you apparently are a streamer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you stream your artwork, or like what, 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 like, and what, what platform, what, what service do you use for your streaming? Are you a Twitch streamer or? No. So I don't even know if I can call myself really a streamer because I stream maybe, like maybe twice a month. <laughs> I thought it was more than that, but okay, twice a month. It used to be more than that. Right. Like when I started, it was like every, like five days a week, and I was like, "Whoa, that's way wow. too much." And then wow. I changed it to three days a week, and then I think I might have changed it to two days a week. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's a process, a learning process, mm -hmm. or a learning curve, but. Um, yeah, so I stream on Twitch, and then originally started with like just streaming. Okay, so two years I started. I started two years ago, when I played like League of Legends on stream, just to see like the platform what it is. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting anywhere with this. I'm not really doing anything. I'm just playing League, <laughs> League of Legends. And then I guess two fast forward two years later, I was like, okay, I'll start drawing on stream. And then more recently, I. I realized like I don't really want to stream this often. I'll just stream when I feel like it, like or if I'm in the right mindset. So I do like a ra I do like a bunch of random streams. Like I'll like make dumplings on stream. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I'll fold stream. dumplings. Yeah, like I'll make the mix and I'll fold them. Wow. Sometimes it's just chatting, just like chatting with the the chat. Right. Right. And then yeah, just drawing too, Did or I'm playing games. That? Yeah. Which which way? You moved to a Valorant? Is that what you're playing? Yeah, I was playing Valorant for a little while, and then I couldn't do that anymore. So maybe occasionally some League of Legends on Switch. 
<laughs> mm. I feel like that's just like the easiest one to stream. Why is it the easiest one to stream? I, I have no idea. I think the toxicity is too much when it comes to Valorant because I'm a female and then so sometimes I'll talk and chat and people are like, oh, it's a girl. <clears throat> and then it's like, I just don't want my, I don't want that on my Twitch and I don't want my chat to be hearing these things. It's just, and then I just get very uncomfortable too. So I just, right, I don't want to be in that state of mind where it's just like, oh my God, here we go. Does, is art better then or doing your drawing? Is that like a different, a whole different vibe? It's different, yeah. It's a lot more calm. It's fun. So if I do games, it'd be like a more chill game, even though League is not that chill, but mm. <laughs> I well, feel like, like I don't have to worry about a lot of things. But did you find that Twitch works for an artist? Like, is that a good thing to be doing or did it feel like you're progressing and getting somewhere by by streaming your drawings? No, but I feel like it made me be better at talking. <laughs> like, to an audience. I don't feel as scared. Like, for the gallery show, I wasn't as nervous to talk to people. Hmm. But that's, like... what the, that's what making tea was kind of like a barrier to you a little bit, right? Definitely. That was kind of purposely so. I was like, oh, make you'll be more comfortable if you're making tea for people. And that kind of fits on theme, right? It's all very very unified so i was like oh i know that would help but yeah um, that definitely helped a lot <laughs> <laughs> well it's something to do if you're you know you can always i don't know it's a show too right yeah people are like watching seeing this matcha mix in and it's like woo, it's like a magic trick but it's not <laughs> right but it sort of is it's For... like watching a, a very opaque green you know green matcha just spinning right into some orange colored i don't know it's kind of cool yeah, it was very I fun. I'm really glad I, that you brought that idea up. I, I drank about five cups. So. He did. He did. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I'm very thankful. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good. Anyways. Well, let's uh, yeah, talk yeah. about that. Like, how, how did you get into, like, this tea mixology thing? Mm. So I already started, like, making lattes at home for fun. Mm -hmm. And then I'll occasionally, like, post it on my Instagram stories. People were like, oh my gosh, like, this is so nice. This is so relaxing. And then like, someone else messaged me saying like, you should make a McMilk tea account. And I thought it was like the funniest thing. I was like, wait, that's so genius. Because <laughs> it's just like a spin on my original username, McMinty, but with a milk. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just, I don't know. I just got into it. It was really fun. I was like, I started getting like inspiration, like for making art, right? But it's, it's like cooking. So like... I'll see like things at the supermarket. I'm like, oh, that's like that'll be really cool to make into a drink. Let's mm. See where I can take it. What are some of the more unusual things uh, creations, if you have any? I guess the weirdest one is I mix calpico and matcha. Kind of makes sense. It makes sense, right? But it also sounds weird. Like, I'm actually surprised there isn't a, ma a matcha calpico. You know. Yeah. For those of you guys who aren't, who may not know, Kalpiko is a pretty famous Japanese uh, beverage. Um, is, it, can, is it supposed to be yogurt flavored? I'm not quite sure what it's supposed to be, but I think it's yo. I think it, I, 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 I imagine that I've never had a yogurt before, which is another like yogurt be uh, beverage. But like, oh, it's good. Um, I imagine good. it tastes somewhat similar, or is it the same? You know, is it is it in the same ball? What do you think? Is Yakult and you know, is that re is that related? Like, not even a, even a little, because I'm not. I mean, I'm comparing color right now, so. I feel like I'm the aspect sure. that's like kind of milky makes it related. Yeah, but yeah, flavor-wise, I mean, definitely yogurt. More sour, right? Because right. it's an actual fermented product. 
Right. Because yeah. it's like, we know that as like the yogurt drink. Yeah. And then Calpico, we don't, I don't really know what it is, but it just tastes so good. <laughs> is it like, I mean, does Calpico have some kind of trace of, is it like grapefruit or is there some kind of a citrus to it, even a little bit? Right. There's like a slight like, right? tangy taste yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm trying know. to break down Calpico. Calipico, everybody. Interesting, interesting. I know. I just, yeah. I, I just kind of assumed, like, you know, that, like, it, that it, it, ha it has some kind of connection to that, like, fermented dairy yeah. kind of like world. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. um, but you know, but like, it, it, you know, combining Calpico to to matcha actually does make sense. I'm surprised there's not a matcha Calpico that's available. I'm glad you said that because I when I posted it, I was like, oh my gosh, people are gonna think I'm weird. Cause I have a friend who was like, you can't keep adding matcha to every drink. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> wow. I thought that the combination of matcha to uh was the mango or um that you, 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 you tell us about the beverage that you brought to Giant Robot for your opening. All right. So I made a homemade mango syrup and then we did it. Uh, we mix it with sparkling water and either matcha or black tea. Mm. So it's like a matcha, sparkling matcha mango or sparkling black tea with mango. So it's so a homemade, like you actually like bought mangoes, uh, de-seeded and skinned them, pulverized them, kind of cooked them up a little bit with a little bit of sugar and water and created and strained it and created a, a syrup. And a big, it was like a, 10 like a mangoes total. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Like, are you going through like that entire process for a majority of your, your drinks? Uh, okay, not at this scale. I only made this much uh, syrup for the show, but generally okay. it's like I make a small amount that lasts a week. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I well, it's, a, it's just as much effort sometimes, but at a smaller scale. But it's fun because I feel like it's creative. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I definitely kind of consider the culinary arts to be an art. Right. Um, so from knowing Maggie for like a little while, I, without without making it any, I mean, I'm just gonna break it down simply. You do a lot. You do a lot of cute things. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Or, 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 I mean, they're kind of like aesthetically cute or aesthetically pretty mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Things you eat, at least things that you show on your stories. I'm always like, oh, that looks really cute or really nice or really pretty or really, you know, like the food looks nice. The, the drinks look really nice. It's all this is like uh, curated pretty well because I, I know that, you know, the, they, they look good. There's nice backgrounds. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's not like me in front of a trash can going, hey, look at my tea, right? And there's a trash can in the background. <laughs> like that's me going on Instagram. Look at this. Very, um, very curated. Yeah. No, very nicely done. So uh, you, so I, what I was kind of getting at kind of is that you do all these kind of cool things. You you stream a little bit of video games, art. You do illustration. You do maybe t-shirts sometimes. Uh, you do paintings. You make dumplings on stream. All this gets kind of like, I don't know how you call it, collected in a weird way. And and you have like, I don't know if that's, is that related to your, um, you have like a specific discord. Is this related to all that? Like this, I do you know, not think so, but. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure if it all kind of like, I thought I wasn't sure if it all is turning into like a community at the same time is where I'm getting at with it. Mm, I think the community is definitely from 
it's more from art and gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So at least I, I, I wanted to ask in terms now, of Discord. Mm -hmm. like, how old are you? I am 28. Okay. Yeah. That. So Youngster. like, uh, uh, I'm. I'm just cause like you know like, I think you know like. People that are, maybe a generation older, don't usually like combine like. all those different lifestyle elements, you know, under the singular umbrella of the self, you know, like I, Oh, that that would probably be this mint gang thing that people are talking about on on um YouTube. There's this mint gang thing. mint People are gang. saying Yeah, Tell people us are about calling the mint it mint gang. mint The mint gang, gang. mint Oh tea, my god. mint gang. Yeah, so I have a I'm trying to get at is is that what's going on here? <laughs> is there like a I think I think you have a you know, you have a following, a little bit of an audience. So the stuff that comes from my Discord or my Twitch. So there's like a little saying that I say whenever whenever someone follows me. And it it came from a collective of people saying like things in my chat saying like, oh my gosh, that you call you should call it this or you should call it this. So I guess I should give you the spiel, <laughs> which is so Yes, please. Tell it, please. it's so embarrassing. Okay, so it's like usually it'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for the follow. And then be like, welcome, welcome to the mint team, aka the community, or as Nate likes to call it, the establishment. <laughs> and then they're like, who's Nate? And it's like, don't worry about it. So Nate's a friend of mine who's also a streamer. Oh. So wait, these are like dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> What's basically, going on here? exactly. These are dad jokes. Yeah, so my, my Discord is all mint-related puns. Wow. Or there's a lot of... See, it's definitely so what I was getting at too is um, it's kind of evident. There's a, there's a community based on maybe some things that Maggie are doing, you know, or you, that you're doing. So, you know, it's kind of interesting or kind of cool. So, That I was don't very know. interesting. I thought that was awesome. It's, it's Yeah. because it's it's. I, I think you're probably one of the younger artists that we featured um, on the show that I can recollect, and you know it, it's you know such a you know uh, as a as a younger person you know um, you're you know the way you know you're using employing the technology. Um, the available technology and using it to promote your your own work and your and your interests are like several levels above like I think both Eric and myself. Um, though Eric does have his own Discord, um, I don't know how active it is anymore. It's pretty active. I, I just don't get the notifications anymore. Oh, I probably turned okay. it off. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it is oftentimes it's lit. As said, it is very lit. Yeah. But part of that is, again, like same thing as me, it's just, you know, a little bit of a community based on maybe some similar interests and not. So, and then there's a, you know, the thing that lives beyond you that can keep going when you're not there. You know what I mean? Sort of like that. And maybe it's supportive of each other when I can't like support everybody, but then they could be supportive of each other. So I think that's kind of what a discord can kind of be like. Right, right. Yeah. And, um, but like, uh, do you, now I'm tempted to ask, are you, do you TikTok? I do not, but I do own TikTok or I do have two accounts on TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> but I do not TikTok in the way you, we think of TikTok. Does that make sense? hmm. Like, I don't dance, I don't sing, I don't do like the No, trendy I mean, there's, like there's things, a, there's you know? a lot of weird things on TikTok. Like my, my TikTok streams are all like, very little dancing, lots of weird shit.
<laughs> which is great. Yeah. So I you need, do post. Yeah. So how can people find you on TikTok then? Same usernames. You know, I gotta keep that brand. The Mc simplicity. Mc yeah, McMinty and McMilties. <laughs> Wait, so what what is your TikTok like what does your feed look like? Because so, you know, like I, I I've unfortunately I've always spoke to guys about TikTok. I don't think I've ever spoken to a girl, you know, like guys, at least for me, all of a sudden it's like informative informative news 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 booty video shows up and i'm like oh, okay you know like i'm not quick swipe right get away from that one for a quick if some depends who's looking at it right but like what does a female like what what do you what do you see on yours i'm just curious like is it dancing stuff or are you like because i don't get any dancing stuff it's all weeded out unfortunately i literally just go on to upload and i close it out oh you don't look at things <laughs> But when you open okay. it right away, sometimes it'll play a video. Sure. And mine is always like, how to grow your TikTok or how to go viral on TikTok. I'm like, I don't. Oh, wow. So I, don't, okay. I know what you're talking about, but I unfortunately don't interact with the app in the wow. way. Oh, okay. So then your, yours will be really raw and it'll probably be a lot of dancing stuff and whatever. Right. It's just yeah, like yeah. the For You page, I guess. Yeah. I hit not in, I've hit not interested on so many things that there's like, a more curated stream a little bit you know oh okay i didn't know you yeah, could yeah. do that but yeah, i yeah. mean you just push when that video comes up and you hate it just push down on it, it says there'll be a little mini window and you can hit not interested oh my gosh yeah yeah i didn't know that and i was just like oh I... wait 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 say again say no okay. like when when a video is playing and you hate it just push on the video right in the middle and mm -hmm. a little mini choices will come up and you could choose not interested oh interesting so so no other ones well you know less of those will show up Mm. Yeah, so that's why I don't get any dancing ones and no hardly any booty girl ones. Those are mostly weeded out. I don't right. get enough booty girls. <laughs> there is a never-ending supply on TikTok. Never ending. It's like there's probably like a million. Um, but oh, I think no. for, for me to have like informative things like, you know, how to take care of plants, bonsai dude, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's like a lot of rad things, but it's filled I love the crap. iPhone hacks one, like, you know, like how to uh, record music, you know, in the background uh, of your like, video. they have that, yeah. they have those. I, I, that's yeah. where I learned that. Like, that was, that was great. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Are you, do you find that TikTok actually helps your artwork in any way or get followers or, you know, are, are you getting any kind of feedback from TikTok or is it like a black hole where you're just posting and you, you don't even check? Um, when I did post on it, it did bring quite a few people to my Instagram, but I haven't posted for a very long time. Because <laughs> this is a pain. Oh yeah, it's a pain to like film yourself painting. <laughs> Have that's you tried to do it at all? That's I... what I'm saying. It's it's a pain, right? It's like it's the camera's in the way. You're trying to do something. And people are messaging you. You feel like you feel obligated to respond to like, you know, people are taking the time to actually type something, you know, for you to read. And you're just like, oh, God, I can't. I, I, I need to focus on the work. On the know? painting. Exactly. I'm like focused more on like, how am I filming this? And how am I not going to look awkward or feel awkward while painting this one line to get the right shot for this? TikTok or this video. See, the aesthetics so. matter for Maggie, whereas you know, <laughs> maybe not me. I don't yeah, know like you. sometimes I was like have to do like weird maneuvers just to make this one line work, but it looks natural in the shot, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just want to paint. 
Right, right, right. No, it, uh, I've I've thought pl many times, like you know, like just because I want to, like, like, like everybody else who's on social media, like we're all a little bit vain about the numbers, you know, and um, so we want more, and you know, like how do you get more by engaging with um, the platform, right? Right. And it's um, like, but how do we engage with the platform? Um, and so like, obviously like thinking about live streaming, thinking about whatever is just, um, it's BMO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for cutting out there. There was a BMO plush attached to Maggie's uh, microphone uh, stand. Uh, for those of you who are listening to the non-video version of the uh, yeah. Um, but, um, I think that like, you know, but then as soon as I try to start thinking about the logistics of actually like making things work, you know, while I work, um, it, it, it's just either daunting or it just seems pointless. Like, you know, be, like, you know, I don't know, but like, I'm, I'm curious about like, you know, like your process, like when you're painting, are you, do you like, like, I, I take breaks between steps all the time just to wait for the paint to dry, you know, and that's just, um, I, it, it, and waiting for paint to dry is not conducive to a interesting live stream. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I love taking breaks because <laughs> I think like uh, ideas come while each step is sitting in the background, you know, waiting to dry. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I feel like part of the, one of the things that, that helps with like quote unquote writer's block is the act of, you know, just going through the motions of working on something that you are already working on. And, you know, and it's some, I, some, somewhere in the middle of all of that, like new ideas will kind of come to you. Mm -hmm. Like maybe how to improve on something or what would be the sequel to, or a, 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 a fantastic compliment to, um, you know, what you're working on now. You know, mm -hmm. like, actually that's one of the things that I um, like, was interesting about your show is this there is a lot of unif uniformity you know mm -hmm. across your show um you did four paintings um apparently representing seasons uh for george Coe, who was uh last week's guest yeah um, uh, george was very excited about the um the project that you guys worked on together and i was wondering whether or not you could be able to elaborate on that so I forget who reached out to who first, but I remember he was like, like, would you be down to collaborate? And I was like, yo, I'm so down. Like, I wouldn't know what the process would be like. How, how does an artist collaborate with a pianist? And like, how, how would that influence each other? Mm -hmm. So we just did it the, like, in a way, like a straightforward way. It would be like, he sends me like, I guess they call it sketches, which is just like little, little things, ideas. A little tunes that he has in his mind for each piece he wants to create and then from there i like sketched out some ideas i'm like oh i think it'd be cool to do this and then from there he like built off on that and it's just kind of like back and forth back and forth and then yeah i created this collaboration but i think it's really cool he ended up performing during your opening yeah that's pretty nice 
super nice. I was like, wow, this is really fancy now. <laughs> My music. <laughs> so, yeah, there's piano music and tea. And there's tea. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what an opening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I think there's a go full installation. You got to go full installation. You know, I know, right? <laughs> there's a there's an EP I think he released, right? A, a ten inch record that's got your art on it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's uh, like a music, limited so. edition. Yeah, yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. That's great. That's great. So, well, like uh, the reason why I, I I instantly kind of associated it as a, a seasonal thing was simply because of the colors that you chose for each of the pieces. Each of those color each of those colors kind of are um, like I, I guess with people who are who are used to working in visual communication, indicative of a particular season: greens, blues, greens for spring, blues for uh, for winter, oranges for fall, and like yellows and or reds for summer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but I think I noticed that you also use different kinds of, um, horticulture, um, is a horticulture, horticulture mm-hmm. represent, you know, for each of those seasons. And I was wondering whether or not you could talk about like how you choose the particular kinds of plants and fruits, you know, is it just a season thing? Like, you know, oh, it's freaking winter oranges. You know, yeah. oranges are typically a winter season fruit. Um, but, you know, like, what, what was, what, like, what was part of that process? Because I feel like this comes a lot from being a, like, editorial illustrator. So I'm always thinking, like, how do I tell this story without literally writing it on the page? True. So, of course, winter will be blue. And then I had, like, what, what looks like, uh, like, maybe, like, a little bit of snow falling. And actually, the whole thing is all peaches. So the EP is called Under the Peach Tree. Mm. So I wanted to show the journey of this, like, this environment around the tree. Mm. Each, all of them do have the peaches, but I know peaches are not in season all year long. So some of them are more hidden. But yeah, Mm. for like spring, it'll be like covered in flowers, right? Because that's what we know flowers bloom. Mm. And also, like, where I live, there's like so many beautiful, like, flower bearing trees. Mm. So I'm really inspired by that. And then summer, of course, it's like the more yellows and greens come out and there's less flowers, but then the fruits start to bloom. Mm. And then fall is just more focused on the leaves. Mm. So it's very much an editorial Mm. kind of mind. Mm. So where where did that come from? Like if I, you know, you, you do so much, well, I think you do a lot of illustration work. But is that something that, I mean, that's something they don't teach in school, right? How do you're supposed to interpret a written word and turn it into art? So the college I went to, I actually had a class for it, but I never took it. (laughs) (laughs) The class was very popular, so it was very hard to get. But yeah, it just took a long, it took time for me to like learn it. Because in during school, I knew like this is going to be a really hard industry to get into. So I would just, I just started emailing right away when I had that realization. So during school, I was like reaching out to publications, like saying like, could I work for you? Do you have work for me? Like, I just please like, yeah. So I learned it just through working. And now, but now work kind of just piles upon work, right? Like, are you still sending out postcards? Like, you know, doing that, that old school thing? You have management, right? Do you have a manager who? I do have an agent. Agent. Yes. That's the word. Obviously, I've never had an agent, which is the reason why that word never came. 
Yeah, but I did have an agent from the start. It, it's funny because I signed with the agent, I think it was, oh, I forget, it's 2018 is when I signed with the agent. But at the same exact time, I signed to a full-time job at a studio. So I signed two things oh, at one right. year. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. You, so you also have, so you're working at a, a, a studio and you also have an agent mm -hmm. and you're creating artwork for shows like Giant Robot and you're freaking you know but you're back to freelance curating a freaking mm -hmm. um uh, a discord you know with you know, all your life stuff and you're like you know <laughs> doing um like all this other stuff that's um it's a lot of work it was a lot yeah but discord fortunately when i built it two years ago i didn't have anything planned for it it's only recently have i built it up more mm. But it's nice to have started a while ago because I already built a foundation for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the gallery, the full-time job, the agent, it was a lot in one year because I would wake up early in the mornings to do the paint painting and then just write, I'll let it dry. And then I'll do that process every day. Like I'll paint before I go to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it would be like an hour of painting. Before. You're back to freelance though, right? Right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back to yeah. freelance. Is that ever going to be a thing or is getting a job out of the question now? I don't know. Okay. I say I'm open to it, but I'm also very scared. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It's hard. It's like, even for myself, I, although I have a shop in a gallery, like I always think, okay, it's a still kind of, I, I feel like it's still a freelancey kind of lifestyle that I have. But oh, definitely. You know? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It feels that way to me. Although you guys really can just, be in your underwear all day. I actually got to put on clothes and leave, so yeah. a little different. But the store is only open like a couple days a week, right? Right now, but you know, I still gotta, you know, I still gotta get up there and go walk in and make sure everything's okay. I actually check yeah, in. Yeah, you so. could do that in track pants, buddy. You could do that in sweats. Come so on, there's, so there are things called joggers that I didn't know about. Oh, yes. joggers are my favorite. Joggers are the best. So I've only learned what a jogger was last week. I never heard of the word. Oh no! It's like I, I know what sweatpants are. What's a jogger compared to sweatpants? It's you, a sweatpant design with normal pant fabric. But it, it so, like closes at the end. Right? So like Levi's make joggers, so I could wear five hundred ones. That they're are, not. It's not denim. It's a, yeah, not it's not denim. denim. It can't be denim. Yeah. Okay. You know, because so they look like big. pants, but they're not pants. Yeah. But there's no pants. Yeah, but there's still pants. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see. I I'm, I didn't hear of this until like literally last week, last Thursday. I was like joggers, and I kept thinking sweatpants, sweatpants. They're not sweatpants. No, I, I, you know we had this conversation a couple of years ago when we went oh, to me? Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh I my guess. gosh, you guys should have found him some joggers. <laughs> I know, like all so, these gift opportunities. I do not know missed. what joggers are to this day. <laughs> I don't own a pair of joggers. I don't know what they are. So oh, you need a pair. They're, yeah, they're great. They're fun, casual pants, you know, but not that casual. You Do know, not as sweatpants. So casual. males and females both wear joggers. Yes. Yeah. I have, I have some joggers. Mm -hmm. So you guys have been wearing joggers right in front of me and I didn't know. You just probably. thought they were sweatpants. Yeah. you <laughs> or, probably did thought they were or did I think they're just regular pants? I don't know which one, which direction. The shape is like a sweatpant, but it's like okay. a nicer fabric. Is there a is there a zipper? No. Some uh, some do. I have one okay. with a zipper. Is there a belt loops for belts? 
string. Again, it's like every company kind of makes it their own style. So, so it's some string. Do. Is there a drawstring then? Yeah, yeah there's I drawstring. have mine have drawstrings. Yeah, I have some with drawstrings, and I have one that I only have one okay. that's like a more formal one. Is there, is there an ankle? Are there elastic at the ankles? Like yes, 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 yes. All of them have elastic at the ankles. Yeah, that makes yeah. it a jogger. Yeah. So if it didn't have that, it would just be pants. Yeah. Well, joggers are pants. I, I technically, yeah. You know, just but like, like you know, yeah. the question is like, is it a straight cut, a boot cut, uh, a chino? Oh, you know. But 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 do you do athletics in joggers because they're called joggers? Generally, no. Oh, yeah. okay. This is see. Now I'm getting it. I'm starting to understand. Right. I thought joggers meant you go jogging in them. There are like athletic pants. joggers. You know now I mean? there's more than one. Now there's subdivision. So are there like rugged joggers for like, you know, tough guy alphas like me who's gonna go under my 57 Chevy and fix the car. <laughs> Maybe. We just I, don't know the brand. The, Chad, the jogger for Chad's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bro jogger. <laughs> I, I don't think you could be a bro with the word jogger on your bottom half of your body. But you can. You but can you be a bro and be like, I got joggers. It's, it's like, hey, man, I just don't give a, f I don't give a fuck about anything. I'm wearing what feels comfortable. But still stylish. Yeah. So as Jenna says, all joggers are pants, but not all pants are joggers. There it is. Jenna knows what's up. Oh I, yeah. And I don't. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. And John mentions uh, this is an amazing point to tune in at. We're talking about joggers. Man, we find you a pair of joggers. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, you know, oh Maggie can do this. Ma Maggie, I believe, like has the sense. We we got it. We got it. I don't know what a jogger is. I will send you a link after. Let me tell you something. They're the best pants to wear when you go to fly. <gasps> yes. <laughs> no. Easily. Yeah. If you don't, you don't want to look like looking like you're wearing PJs. Yep. And you, like if you don't, and if you if they don't have belts, uh, like if you don't need to wear a belt with it, you could just like they're drawstrings, so you don't need to take a belt off. Mm -hmm. You know, you just kind of like jump in. They're comfy. Can but, you sleep like, in joggers? I probably wouldn't. No, no. It's like nicer fabric, right? It's a little more stiffer fabric. I'm so confused again. <laughs> Maybe if I it's mean, like the athletic cotton, joggers. Cotton soft joggers you could sleep in. Okay. I think I'm getting it, but I, I'm still a little in the dark. I think I missed this. When did joggers start? This wasn't around like 10 years ago, right? This is like a new thing. Like in the last five years or something. Somebody said I started picking them. Up. I invented the jogger, everybody. It's Bill Gates or something like. I think I accidentally picked up a pair of joggers maybe about seven years ago, thinking that they were sweatpants, you know, because I uh, over mail order, and then I got them, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And what I'm like, this okay, I'll <laughs> just wear them. Like I don't have to put a belt on. Okay. So. Well, okay. Sorry so, about this. This Eric, is a really got weird. Like, you got to go get some joggers. Wheel, we, no. really weird diversion. Really sorry. It's not even about art, but it's about joggers. You know, we yeah, are, we're, comfort, lifestyle. Like, you know, More it's time things. to open up that, like, you know, that, that pants section, you know, on the McMinty Discord. <laughs> I know. There's the whole category for pants. <laughs> joggers. <laughs> joggers. Just, Jog joggers. just anyway. joggers. Very specific. Yep. So. I thought said so then I also then I was thinking sorry about this we're continuing just for a minute longer that I thought I was thinking maybe people younger like Maggie's age wear joggers but people like my age are like I've never heard of it so I don't wear it. but then Luke you just broke that by saying you wear joggers <laughs> then you're my closer to my age yep. you wear joggers so 
Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm now like really embarrassed because I don't know what joggers are. Don't start looking. You're looking for joggers right now. I am. I'm looking for my like what, what I have around here. Anyways, yeah, okay. So I don't know much about it, but I'll, I'll I'll catch up to this jogger thing very soon. GR joggers. Oh my GR gosh. Joggers. I like that. So that's a jogger. You're showing a jogger. Your drawstring and they're elastic and the, uh, the. Oh, but the elastic is not too small. On you know, it doesn't well, they... bunch up into like a. You know, no, like no, a no. This is... It's not. It's not like weightlifter pants. You know what I'm saying that bunch up right at your ankle and no, no they're not like track pants or like thin kind of whatever materials like these things that i'm wearing because i'm at home i got you um, so some are a little more tight at the bottom yeah it, it, it depends on the stuff the, the the producer Every company the, right like yeah. they have designers they just design to their preference exactly all right all right all right so what are you working on right um now maggie we're at about a little over an hour already so mm -hmm. it didn't occur to me time has flown but uh yeah what are you working on now aside mm -hmm. the next show at gr that you're scheduled for <laughs> oh and we mentioned this during the yep you're like yep the pop shop yeah i'm working on a scarf series oh, like yeah. uh, some scarves and oh, I've always cool. wanted to do that, so we'll see is that how for, those is are. That just, is that just for you or for a certain brand? Or it's for, uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's like I think they're like a smaller company, but like overseas. So I'm very excited to work with them. They do like small batch, so that's be great. Cool. I could see yeah. your, I could see your your work lending itself really nicely to textiles and to like limit very like artsy limited edition kind of designer mm -hmm. brands and stuff. That's great. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that, so I'm really excited for that project. Um, let me see, what else? Just doing editorials. I'm working on some new paintings. There's like one behind me. Oh. <laughs> I'm working on the next series of paintings, slowly but surely. Mm. I like I like how it's just sitting on a canvas, so you, you can't run away from it. Yeah, I can't. Or run sitting away from on it. it's sitting on a pedestal, I guess, or something. Uh, yeah, easel. Easel, that's it. And you can't run away from it. So yeah, I like it. Mystery. I like having it out because then I can like look at it, see it. Maybe ideas will come to my mind. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Mm, nice. Anything else? I don't think there's anything else. Any upcoming shows? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I've been just at, just at GR2 in a little while. <laughs> yeah. No, basically, I've been turning down like uh, group shows. You know, it's like yes. those big group shows. I just want to but... spend more time just on these paintings. I don't want to keep like mass producing or it feels like I'm mass producing a bunch of small paintings and then I'm not very like proud of. Right. Because right? it's just oh, wow. I'd rather just spend a lot more time on like one bigger piece than a bunch of small pieces. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well, Maggie, let people know how we can find you. <laughs> so I guess I am McMinty, M C M I N T A, basically on all and most platforms you know i i gotta say like what was funny was like when i saw like the mick and mick mcminty i was like irish but That's no it's your it. initials it's my initials yeah <laughs> it's a trick um so also uh um is your discord something people can join check out or get vetted to get into how does that work oh everyone's free to join yeah is it just how do you find it is it on your Instagram or something? Like, how do they yeah, find your Discord? Yeah, I have it like a link in my. You know that everyone has like a link tree because everyone now has like a million oh, links. Oh, link tree. That's a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't have one. But so there's yeah. a Discord invite button right there. Oh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit myself. So that's hit... what that is. So that's that link tree link is a link to other to more links. <laughs> it's a link tree. <laughs> I, I, I know. So I don't know what jo I don't know what joggers are, but you didn't know what a link tree is. I did. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Our brains shame. just kind of focus on different things, shame, Eric Nakamura. Shame, 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 shame. That's why it's a jogger. <laughs> That's why one's a robot and one's a bear. Like, <laughs> I know what link tree is. I do not See, know what joggers. You know are, what link tree is because you're a robot. I don't know what fucking joggers are. <laughs> and the bear is like, I got honey all on my face. I don't know what a link tree is. <laughs> That's because I'm too busy fucking eating the honey. <laughs> I'm wearing joggers. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Chuck one for Luke on joggers. Chuck one for link, link tree, tree to Eric. And then, ironically, then Maggie actually is all ahead of us by many points. So, Well, we expect oh, her to be ahead of yeah. us. She yeah, is 28 sure. years old, Eric. Yeah, on fire, too. Very yep, good. exactly. Anyways, so to uh, see her work, you could see it at giantrobot.com or obviously at McMinty. But thanks for joining us, man. And at McMilkTea. At McMilkTea. You know what's funny? It was when I was creating the Instagram post, mm -hmm. I initially like linked the photo to McMilkTea because like, I was trying to remember like um, what your, your Instagram was, and I typed the... MC part and then it just like instantly just spit it out Mc Mc and I was yeah. just like wow okay and okay. <laughs> I went back and I was like oh I got the wrong Instagram and so yeah. <laughs> yeah. alrighty yeah, alrighty Maggie, thank you so much for thanks so much the, uh, the podcast I appreciate we appreciate it yeah thanks so much for having me and it was all fun um, I think we'll everybody support week. Maggie that's yeah, all support Maggie, support Maggie support Eric come, come check out the show I think this is the last week to check out the show Probably so yes it is come on down come on down okay yeah. all right see you guys all right thank see you. you bye thank you